four score and New this morning, years. we're getting our first look inside the Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome to First Hand, the podcast where we hear first-hand accounts of the most important moments in history from the people who lived them. I'm Devin Field. And I am Greg Gallant, and we're back. We're back. We're here to record some more uh, episodes about history itself. Greg, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, and you already hit it on the head, Devin. It's going to be about history today. It's going to be about history. History, not shenanigans. Nope. We keep getting sidetracked. I keep. Every, seems like every time we sit down to interview interesting people about a really specific thing, we end up talking about all kinds of nonsense. And, and I've had it. And Greg. I end up seemingly shooting our guests with a firearm. I'll say it has happened. Seemingly. Every time? Seemingly it has. It feels unsustainable. Last I just feel like we're not going to be able to keep I booking and, guests. And here's why I can tell you it's not going to happen this week. Okay. You know how last time you were like, do you have a gun on you? And That's I was right. Like, yeah. I checked in. Yeah. And, but I set it over on a stool, stool knocked it over, <laughs> shot our guests. That's right. Well, this time I do have a gun on me again, oh, but Greg, no bullets, no bullets in the studio. <laughs> okay. And that is a promise. Good. Good, uh, you know, and, and that that's a relief to me. The uh, gun is here for liability reasons? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I guess I don't understand how that makes sense. Well, if there's an intruder. But you don't have any bullets. I, I pistol whip them. <laughs> okay. All right, so Greg has no an, an unloaded pistol on hand yeah. nearby to I pistol whip. It would be crazy if somehow I were to shoot our guest today, so... Good. Not even worried about it. Good. I'm not even worried about it either. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg, we're talking about something very important today. Yeah. I mean, this is a this heavy, heavy topic, heavy and it's going to be a heavy world, episode. World history. Yes. Finally. This, we're getting into the dirt. We're getting into the droll, <laughs> dull into the dirt. dirt. Yeah. We thought, what's the most boring shit we ever heard of? Mm-hmm. And we're like, that's this week's episode. Yeah. And and so we're talking about the fall of the Berlin Wall. Ooh. Isn't that exciting? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> cool. Well, cool. I guess it was a good thing, so. You know, they, I just saw, they just came out with a trailer for, uh, you know, they make those uh, Paris, Jatem, and To Rome With Love, mm-hmm. and those movies, Love Letters to Cities. They're doing one for Berlin. Oh. Can you believe it? <laughs> it's true. What's well, it true called? thing. I think it's called Berlin, I Love You, oh. <laughs> which feels like they're running out of yeah. ways to put love in the I name saw, of a city in a title. Have you seen that trailer for the movie that's like Touching Hands or whatever, where it's like nope. a young, uh, uh, it's a young woman who is uh, a Jewish woman of color in Berlin during the Holocaust Jeez. who falls in love with a young Nazi soldier. And you think, okay, so maybe it's going to be like a soldier who doesn't really believe in the cause. Mm-hmm. And they go out of the way in the trailer to make you realize he does believe in the cause. Uh-huh. And she's okay with that. And it's insane. And it's a broad comedy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Melissa Sounds McCarthy. Funny. Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Yeah. She's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's John C. Riley's in wow, there. Wow, cool. And he's in sort of Steve Brule. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one has uh, Helen. One chapter is Helen Mirren is Kira Knightley's mom. And Kira Knightley's living in Berlin and working with um, homeless teens. And Helen Mirren. And it's like, why are you doing this? This is a waste of your time. So that seems like an interesting point of view for yeah. a mother to have. Yeah. 
And so, like, then Kira Knightley's like the antagonist. Yeah, I think I hope she dies. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's give a little background on the Berlin Wall. Please, shall we? let's get through do. the boring stuff. I mean, you know I, we, I mean? we lived it. So we lived it, we so we, we already know. But, but if you don't the know, audience. the Berlin Wall, of course, is a concrete barrier that physically and ideologically divided Berlin from 1961 to 1989. You know this, Greg, as well as I do. 61 uh, to 89. That's right. Um, you know, after Germany's defeat in World War II, uh, Berlin was divided up by the Allies into East and West. Of course, East largely controlled by the Soviets, West, the uh, Americans, and the other Allied powers. As tensions between these two nations increased throughout the 1950s, Nikita Khrushchev, the Soviet premier, said, you know, we got to get a dang wall between these two parts of town. So they they built a huge uh, concrete barrier in August of 1961 with chain fences, walls, minefields, other obstacles uh, to keep people from crossing easily between East and West Germany. Uh, and this status quo continued for decades until in 1989, uh, there was a bit of a refugee crisis of East Germans flooding out of the country into much more beautiful and uh, welcoming places like Hungary, Austria, and Czechoslovakia. Uh, and the oh, movement grew such, such nice, nice yeah. spots. I mean, I, I do summer in, in, in Czechoslovakia. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I winter in Hungary. Ah. Yeah. It's unpleasant. Um, I imagine, but, yeah. Uh, good to unplug. Uh, so this refugee crisis, refugee, refugee movement was growing so uh, large, it was creating difficulties for all these countries. So the Politburo decided on November 9th, 1989, to allow refugees to exit directly through the crossing points between East Germany and West Germany. Uh, and as soon as the people of Germany heard the news broadcast, they began gathering at the wall, um, uh, hopping up on top of it, uh, breaking off pieces of it, and celebrating. And eventually, at 10.45 p.m., the commander allowed the guards to open the checkpoints, and the wall was open. Wow. And it eventually uh, was destroyed over the coming months. And just a month later, uh, David Hasselhoff performed a concert on top of the wall where he sang his hit, Looking for Freedom, as he stood atop the Berlin Wall while half a million Germans watched. Yeah, no, I bet a lot of people think that that performance wasn't a month later, but was just the night that it all went down. <laughs> Let me check my notes. And and a lot, sure no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of people might be surprised yeah. when they're listening right now to hear that because they didn't know that. They thought it was. I obviously knew it. Of course. We both knew it. Yeah, we were there. Well, let's talk about how we were there. Greg, do you want to talk about your involvement? Yeah. So I was um, a crusader, sort of really uh, fighting, you know, fighting tooth and nail, advocating. Because, you know, the people need a defender. That's right. And I was, you know, I was out there lobbying and all that. Keep this wall up. Keep this wall up. And it wasn't a political thing. I still don't even fully really grasp all the politics of it. Who who's could? Good, who's east? Who's west? See, so you, you don't even grasp the directions, no, the cardinal directions no, no, of it. No, no, no. Ah, my compass has been on the fritz since the 70s. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I joined the club, man. Yeah. Oh, man. We, well, you and I, we went to that, we went to the, we were, uh, that, sort of nuclear power plant thing mm-hmm. and really hessed up our compasses. Yeah. Well, before that, mine hasn't been the same since I took it to the mystery spot in Santa Cruz. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us more about that. No, I don't have, I don't have more to <laughs> oh, okay. say about that. Yep. Uh, well, 
So yeah, I you know I it was here's why I was fighting to keep that up. So I was in the late '80s and early '90s, as you know, an aspiring world tennis champion. Yeah, you were incredible. I was. Asp- I mean, aspiring. I was, it should uh, have been you. You I were the guy. Been, yeah, man. And I was. I was really gearing up for Wimbledon in '88, '89. And by that, you mean you had purchased a lot of gear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Amps, PVs. Uh, Marshall half stacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. cool, like, cool, cool. Uh, Some music gear. Yeah, just gear of any kind. Okay. You know, I had a uh, had Canon cameras. I had some Panasonic, Panavision. Cool, sort of tangentially related. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a catcher's mask. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of gear, and I was ready, and I was trying to keep that wall up because, to be honest with you, that was the best place in Berlin to practice tennis against the wall against the wall wow you know it's it's sort of an old trope you practice against the wall and it's hard to hard to beat the wall you know it's <laughs> classic it's tennis Mitch trope. Hedberg. yeah uh and and the great thing about the berlin wall is it was miles long yeah so yeah, i yeah. could hit the worst shot in the world and it would still bounce back to me. I well, mean, I it would be really far away. And some of your training program was to just run along the length of the wall and mm-hmm. bounce as you ran. So mm-hmm. you get a nice jog and some tennis moves in there. Yeah. And, you know, I would hop back and forth, sides of the wall. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, honestly, here's the thing about the German military Please and tell me. Please tell me what you know you, about the German military. If you have a tennis racket and, and some confidence they'll let you do whatever you want Can I, that sounds like white privilege in action i know germany's probably at that point is kind of only white people trying to go go across yeah. here and there but uh man that's you're lucky well you're lucky. yeah it was a big thing where like even within the white people in germany in that time it was like how white can you be and i was painted head to toe i went to sherwin williams and i got some eggshell wow. I, they were going through some stuff post-war yeah 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 man uh, and I, you know, I, I tore the wall down and spoiler alert, never won Wimbledon. Yeah. 89 was... Uh, Boy, that is a spoiler alert for whatever Wimbledon episode we do in the future uh, that yeah, you were not 89 the Wimbledon, yeah. it's Boris Becker. <laughs> so, uh, Boris Becker won that year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just saying, they didn't, they didn't t- tear a wall down in whatever city he's from. <laughs> Moscow, I assume. Yeah, Name's that's Boris. P- pretty unfair. Uh, McEnroe was in the mix that year. Oh, he's fun. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, he's so sweet. And funny. That's another good example of white privilege that a man could scream and scream and for 40 years. Cute. And everyone's like, you should sell headache medicine on TV or whatever. <laughs> That'd be sold. funny, yeah. yeah. And then, whereas Serena Williams gets upset one time. Yes. And everyone's mad at her. Well, it's, uh, I mean... Look, this is John McEnroe we're talking about. He's got funny, you know, bushy yeah. white hair. Yeah. And, you know. Are we in a problematic area, Greg? No, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. But but uh, you were around at the same time. Dad. I wasn't was, around at the same time. And I was directly involved in the Berlin Wall in my own way. Well, as you know, I, I used to play tambourine in the E Street Band. Of course. With yeah, Bruce yeah. Springsteen in the E Street Band. Long time. Long time. Me, uh, Clarence Clemens, the big man, uh, Max Weinberg on the big drums, yeah. you know, little Stevie Van Zant playing the guitars. Yeah. Towns Van Zant. Several other Towns Doing Van Zant. Some sort of folk music while you Gus guys Gus Van Zant filming. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> an amazing period. 
Period. Van Morrison's aunt. Van Morrison's Van aunt, Morrison's was, aunt there. was there. And she could sing just as well as Van Morrison. Yeah. That was, we used to have her sing backup. Yeah. Know. And was it Toni Morrison? Toni Morrison was there <laughs> reading poetry. <laughs> And um, the Street Band was wild in the eighties. Tony Soprano, yeah, Tony Soprano was there, <laughs> and that's, and that's where Stevie, <laughs> yeah, that's where Stevie got the idea of like, let me play your friend on TV. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I was in the band, and they they schedule a concert in Berlin, right? And you in, in the band too, was, and the East Street <laughs> yes, Band. Yes, I was in the, the so band. You, anyway, Robbie Robertson, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's big decade, uh, big decade. Uh, so we go there to play. We go to Berlin to play a concert. We're hanging out in the green room, and Bruce is like, "Hey, man, I hear there's some. We're in West Germany, and he's like, "Hey, man, I hear there's some great donor kebabs over in East Germany. Why don't you run and get us some?" And I go, "Man, it, Bruce, it doesn't work that way. I can't get across that border." And yeah, he, you don't he have goes, a tennis racket. He goes, "What the hell are you talking about? What border? What wall? Right?" And I, I'm looking around. The whole band's looking at me inquisitively, and I realize these guys have no idea what the Berlin Wall is. So I, get, I call a band meeting, and I go, who here is familiar with World War II? Zero hands. Wow. I was like, Bruce Springsteen blinking at me. He's like, I know World War One, So he does know World War One Because <laughs> he knows World War One inside and out. He's a big yeah, uh, fan of the Charge of the Light Brigade yeah, poem. he does a lot of he, cosplay. He used to have Toni Morrison read that poem to him, and she's like, I didn't write that one. And uh, it was a big point of contention on Called the bus. Call it a cover, Tony. <laughs> we do it. Yeah. And so I sat there, Dad, I explained the whole thing, and I explained the whole wall to him. You know, I go, there's this wall dividing this city, and uh, Bruce kind of sits there for him, and he goes, man, there's some darkness on the edge of town. And I go, Bruce, oh my God. that's the title of a song that at this point you have already written. And he wow. goes, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that's a song in our set list. He always we liked, had a good laugh about that. <laughs> he always liked to sort of check, name check his own songs yeah, as if it were a profound often. thing he were having thought of for the first time. Or even just casually, we'd be hanging out backstage and he'd be like, should we go walk around? He goes, yeah, you want to go out in the street? And I'd be like, Bruce, why did you hit that so hard? That's not even one of your better known songs i don't even know that it's one. called out in the street yeah well i know i got that <laughs> but he would even do it sometimes it wouldn't even be his son like i remember mm -hmm. we, when you and me and him went to bugo de beppo that was fun that was a great what night. a fun night and tony was there tony she was shaloup yes <laughs> tony shaloup was there yeah and he was like wow this really is the scenes from an italian restaurant and i was like <laughs> that's bruce not, that's, that's not that's you Billy's. buddy yeah that's billy joel and well he he would often get confused and think he had written Billy Joel's catalog. Mm. I'd say that would come up a lot, Yeah, you know? Um, but so I explained it all to him. He was moved and that's why he ended up going up on the wall and saying, you know, I'm not here for or against any government. I've come to play rock and roll for you in the hope that one day all barriers will be brought down. Oh, man, uh, and I rad. whispered that into his ear. Uh, you fed him was, that line? Yeah, yeah. He had no idea. Damn. Well, I, you know, I just, was trying to do my part. Wow, and we and those donor kebabs are great. I don't know if oh, you guys you have did. had those. Oh, yeah, so really there's a happy tasty. ending to all this. Yeah, it's a super happy ending. I think that's great. I mean, yeah, you thanks. have such a long, illustrious career in the music world. Trying to know? break in. Just I've been trying to break in yeah. the music industry since about 1951. I think. I just feel like all those E Street band guys just need one break, and they can break into the music business. <laughs> Yes, they can finally it's get so a shot. Close. It's so close. I mean, you were Bob Dylan's driver, as everyone knows. That's you right. Listen to that episode. You... Yeah, well, I had to get him to the "We Are the World" recording. Yeah, yeah. You mm -hmm. almost said Greek. 
That's crazy. Yeah. He didn't need to get to the Greek. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> you and Bob and Elizabeth Moss, of course, yes. famously all went down on each other. Yes. Listeners know. Listeners know this. Um, and now you're, you're still working on that EP. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, EP. And that's EP is the... It's been about 30, 40 years. I've been working, been working on that on EP that. for about oh, 40 EP years. Oh, EP is the long one, right? No. EP is short. LPs are long. Ah. So I'm just trying to get five good tracks. And Five. it's That's taken everything I got. No, it's very few. How many do you have right now? I got some ideas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've working for 30 years. Yeah, you just have I got some, some ideas. You're such a great singer. Thank you. Oh. Thank you so much. Like your voice is just oh. lyrical, even when you're just talking. You're sweet. Even when you were yelling at that busboy at Buca de Beppo, I was like, this is a song. Yeah. Well, you were yelling, That's Amore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because I, because he, you know, draw, he was late with my pizza, my mm. pizza pie, and I said, "Wow, well, hey, and you pressed, something's about to hit your eye." Yeah, and you, you sure enough, you pressed your bare ass against his eye. Said, <laughs> so "How's that for the moon in your?" I'm eye? not proud of that. Listen, Greg, uh, you know we we should probably take a break. Yeah, we should, and then introduce our wonderful guests. Oh, the guests we oh. got this oh. week. Can't wait to talk to them. Can't wait to not shoot them. Okay, or seem seemingly. I think just put that gun away if I were you. Yeah, I know, but it's not loaded, Dad. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Boy, I tell you. There's only a few things that bum me out in this world. When my dog Crinkle goes wee-wee on the rug, when State University loses to A&M in the big game, and needing a transmyocardial laser revascularization when no other treatments for my angina have worked. Sadly, folks, old Greggy's got himself in a bit of a pickle and he needs some financial assistance. But that's good news. This is your chance to get in on the ground floor of my $1.4 million heart transplant. Do you really need that fourth cup of coffee? Why not throw that $2.25 my way and get 620,000 of your friends to do the same? Visit www.gofundme.com slash Greg gets a sweet new ride. I repurposed an old campaign for this and use promo code PTCRUISER. I repurposed the old promo code too. To receive a free surfboard cover featuring the image of my diseased heart with any donation over $100,000. So give a little bit, give a little bit of your cash to me, copyright Supertramp, and I'll be able to PT cruise my way back to perfect health. And welcome back. We're back with First Hand, the podcast. and uh, First Hand, the only podcast where first hand you can hear from us what happened in history the tagline is too long yeah you've been workshopping that for a while and we've yet to find one that works well you're doing yours yeah i'm just trying to get mine in there okay i think we should be working together nah i think capitalism is based on the idea that competition drives sales (laughs) uh and I think that, like, a healthy competition between us, like in any marriage, mm. is what's going to make it work. And Greg and I are in couples counseling. Yes. Um, yeah, we... Have been for a while. Yeah, Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. I, that's what I call our counselor, because um, he's a bit of a, 
uptight robot. Yes, of course. His actual name is Dr. Cyborg Nicholas. <laughs> and he's a great guy. Great guy. Listen, speaking of great guys, we got a, some great guests. Yes. And now this is an incredible get. This is... I mean, dare I say, the primary architect of the Berlin Wall itself. Yeah, which is I mean, incredible. literally, literally the architect. Literally the architect. I don't know. I don't need to dress it up anymore. Please welcome to the podcast, and and I'm going to pronounce this as correctly as I can. Goldstack Rushstatter. Goldstack Rushstatter. Oh, wow. It's Goldstack Rushstatter. Okay. Guten Morgen, Herr Devin. Guten Morgen. Herr Grieg. Oh, uh, Grieg. Herr Grieg. I like it that. is an honor to be on this, uh, this podcast. Oh, it's Honored it for us to have you. Really incredible. Um, yes. and, and you're the architect of the Berlin Wall. You designed the Berlin Wall way back when in 1961. I was uh, the primary architect on the uh, Berlin Wall. Wow. Uh, it was uh, from my mind uh, that the Berlin Wall was created. That's incredible. Uh, yes. Now, I think some people might say to themselves, why does a wall need an architect mm. it's just a wall uh, well and this is i'm not saying that no of Gold course Eric, i understand no. Uh, no this is uh this is what is so hard uh for me is that this is my life's work mm. uh, i was given the opportunity uh to my firm to create something uh <laughs> that uh would last a lifetime uh, so your firm was just hired by the german government yes. they were saying hey yeah. you know um let's build a, a barrier to divide this yeah. country and these Did people it, was it life. like a bake sale or a bunch of firms pitched it was uh, very much so uh, uh, and we, uh, my firm, uh, Savarias, Savarias, uh, Savarias, oh, sounds, um, sounds like a day spa or something. Uh, well, it is not. It is a. Okay. It is an architectural firm uh, specifying in uh, the design of prisons, walls, uh, and uh, aquariums. And that's an interesting cross section. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of overlap between uh, aquariums and prisons. Yeah, essentially, uh, big old fish prison. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of uh, things that are in areas that you cannot uh, access, but you are just supposed to look at. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it is there. You're um, just supposed to look at the inmates. Yeah, I know you designed some amazing prisons throughout Germany. Yes, I did. Where visitors can come in and look through the glass at inmates in their cells. I mean, uh, following the war, uh, there was a lot of uh, desire to uh, see the men who had committed such atrocities. Uh, and so, and what does a man who would do such a thing look like? Yeah. Right. Uh, and so many of the prisons uh, that we built were meant to be uh, places for public viewing and right. uh, exploration. Mm -hmm. When Devin and I were backpacking through Europe, we went to the museum, uh, I mean prison, in Paris, mm -hmm. where because we wanted to see Joseph uh, Goebbels. That's right. Yes. 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 <laughs> and it was breathtaking. And he was yes. honestly. He's smaller than I thought. Really he small. It's crazy how small he is. And he eats a lot more than I thought he would. I mean, yeah. that, I, I hear he eats one pie every day. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 
A lot of people would say that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you designed the Nuremberg fishbowl. I also <laughs> designed the Nuremberg fishbowl. Yeah, yes. where all the <laughs> former SS Gestapo commandants uh, would sit in a big old fishbowl and exactly. you could walk past. You'd uh, walk past. Then we, uh, that was the first time we did an observation deck. Uh, wow. So you could, go, you could look down in on them as well as kind of like a tank style. Like you can walk and see like yes. the cross section of them uh, yeah. at their like more comfortable And it was really fun when we well when we were backpacking through Europe and we stopped at the Nuremberg uh, mm -hmm. fishbowl fish yeah. we uh, we were lucky enough to be there at noon when they were uh, feeding yes. herring yes. to the commandant <laughs> we got to dangle a herring over we got edge. to do it if they're good and they say something like I was just doing my job yeah I was just following <laughs> orders so you yeah. didn't give them a herring yes it, uh, yeah. uh, you understand the experience of uh, the, now you understand the connection between a prison and an aquarium it is very so similar. talk to us about the wall i mean when you were setting out to yeah. build this barrier well, you know and we had much more in mind in terms of like um like it being more beautiful uh really? we had pitched them things like a more natural wall like a tree line uh with like trees placed very close together mm. uh so that it would be hard to get through but not entirely like you know, like not so just like aesthetically uh, for the pleasing. listener, he's slapping his hands together. <laughs> oh, well, I try to <laughs> communicate. Uh, what it, like, you know, it's not like we're just going to make a line of trees, like, right. that's they not the wall. So close together, exactly. They would be so close together, you could not get through. No, you, do you just mean like a big wood wall, essentially? But one, <laughs> you know, we had set out to make something that would be enjoyable to look at, you know, that you could look at with your eyes and not feel like, oh. Oh, what is this? Mm -hmm. this, is, this is dreary and drab. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I am, I'm a creative. I have ideas. It's uh, true. And so I wanted to make something beautiful. Uh, we had worked, we talked about working with glass, working with stained glass, using old <laughs> military parts uh, to kind of represent the change and what was, what we were and what we were going to be. Wow. Um, and so obviously none of that happened. None yeah. of that happened. <laughs> Every time we came at them with a proposition like this, they said, no, just build something so that they can't get in. And uh, we would go, okay. Yeah. Um, and so we ended up settling on something just predominantly concrete. Just a big concrete yeah. area. A big concrete wall with barbed wire and gates and all of yeah. that. Was there any thought, I don't know if any, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were writing letters to mm -hmm. Severius. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure it was in a lot of different handwriting, mm -hmm. so you knew it was different people. Yes. Suggesting that maybe you paint a big old tennis net? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, we all used to, you know, there was often, every day we got a different letter from a different person saying, You kind of put different in air quotes. Well, there. it all felt, I mean, the, a lot of the language was the same. It was things like, I am training for Wimbledon. Please do not. I am. Okay. It was like there were hundreds of hundreds of East Germans all training for Wimbledon. Sure. Uh, I'm not much of a sleuth, but let's cut through the bullshit. Greg, this is you sending letters. Yeah, to I got to admit, one people. of those letters was me. <laughs> one of those? Yeah, one of those was me. Okay. okay well, only the one that was in my handwriting. I don't understand how a painted net on the wall would help. Well, it's just that way. If you hit a shot or if anyone, any of these hundreds of people hit a shot on the wall that was like too low, they'd know, okay, don't hit it that low because okay. it hit That's where the true. net was. Trajectory and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Greg, but we were never going to do that, right? I'm. He's sorry, Greg. I'm sorry, okay? So, hey, no, hey. What's done is done. 
I don't want to ambush our guests. I mean, it was hard enough when everyone started uh, to paint on the wall, like all of the time. Uh, I'm telling me. It it was just, it was insane. It was like, we built this beautiful wall. This is a piece of me that I've put onto the world and you are going to deface it. Um, it it But it sounds like you wanted it to be more of an artistic expression. Yeah, my artistic expression. (laughs) Me. Goldstock. Sit down. All right, please. No, no, careful. Okay, all right, all right. I'm oh, sorry, there's no bullets. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just gonna take that back from you. But what yeah. is that? That's uh, my firearm. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, how did that find its way into my? I'm sorry. Right. Uh, it's a fugue state. Yes, I believe me. I've, uh, I've, I've been prone to violence in the past. And I That's horrifying to hear. Yeah. Well, what can I say? I mean, people. Well, I, the tearing down of the wall was very hard for me. It wasn't. This was my life's work. This was the. This was my Great Wall of China. Is what I always used to say. <laughs> uh, this is my thing that you will be able to see from space one day. I don't. Well, I this, guess you could. Is, have, I, yeah. And uh, and to watch that be torn down was so hard. And I remember I. Buddy, you are telling me. I mean, I attempted, I'll say it, I attempted to assassinate uh, David Hasselhoff. Wow. Are you shitting me? Are you kidding? He's standing on on my wall. (laughs) Standing on my wall. had already been open for a month. (laughs) And that was hard enough. I thought, I I mean, every day I was writing to Gorbachev. I said, Gorbo, Gorbo, please. (laughs) Gorbo. Gorbo is very, we pet name. It's a pet name. We are, uh, we are. No, uh, we know. I mean, yeah. Um, and so I, every day I would write to him. I said, please, uh, please fight this. Please do something about this. And he, he said, no, uh, my hands are tied. <laughs> oh, that like, is a great Gorbachev. <laughs> it's like he's in the dang room. No. <laughs> this is my, yeah, my name's Gorbachev. Yeah, Gorbachev. No. Oh, really funny. Uh, thank you. Uh, really a very, funny. Uh, very popular. Stop artist. writing me letters about <laughs> oh, Kevin. Yeah. Gorbachev's kind of like Christopher Walken. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got one. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's got all day, you open your mouth, you drop your jaw, yeah. you all, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, you were doing, you did Gorbachev on SNL in the 90s. I did, I was a guest. <laughs> uh, April, uh, April, uh, second week of April 1994. Wow. Uh, me and Chevy Chase did yeah. a very wow. funny sketch. That's I, unreal. <laughs> yeah. In which I was, uh, I well, played. people needed a distraction from the MLB strike. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Um, well, that's crazy that you tried to kill David Hassel. So I'm sure we'll hear we'll more about that in a minute. I'm but sure. we do need to. We do need no, to introduce our other guests. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for being here, Goldstock. Goldstock. Rostartar. Oh, isn't it funny when someone has a name from a different culture of yours? It makes me laugh to beat <laughs> to the just band. sort of pronounce it a little bit wrong <laughs> yeah. as a joke. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, like half these Oscar nominees. I can't get into it. Okay. <laughs> next, whoa, next, whoa, Are whoa. we in a problematic area? <laughs> Meryl Streep. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> Guys, our next guest, uh, I mean, another huge get in terms of just background on the wall. Uh, this is sort of the head of uh, someone who worked in public relations kind of directly with the wall itself. Please welcome Louisa Von Trapp. Louisa. 
Though a deer, a female, <laughs> me. Okay. Oh, Holy shit. Wow. That is no, weird. No, 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 we're not going to sit down. We won't sit down. No. You know, Devin says. Please don't. Don't twist my arm. There's some darkness on the edge of town. That's just a little line I gave Bruce. Oh, how fun. Wow. Okay. Hello. But so this, it's great that you immediately. Immediately answered my first question, which was going to be any relation okay. to the Von Trapps. Yes, that's me. Uh, okay, Hi. that's incredible. I, which one were you? Huh? Which Von Trapp were oh, you? Oh, a child. That's <laughs> one of the children in Von uh, Trapps. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen my family in a long time, so it's hard to say sure. exactly uh, where. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, you were wearing the dresses made of drapes. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, what good memories. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh. Yeah. Is that Godstag? Oh, Lisa. Oh, they know each other. And they're just kissing on the mouth twice. Good to see you. Oh, good to see you. You look fantastic. Oh, you know flattery will get you everywhere. This is nice. This is a really nice reunion. Some of us are going through a breakup. All right. You're going through a breakup? Yeah, no, I just, I would appreciate it if you didn't want. All right. Do you, do you feel how you put the brakes on this 100%? No, no, no. I didn't put the brakes on anything. You sound like Sarah. Okay. We're going to move on. All right. Craig, we're going to move on. All right. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Hey. Good thing this is not loaded. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> now, Louisa. Yes. You worked in public relations. Oh, boy, did I What ever. specifically was <laughs> <laughs> who were you working for? What was your job in relation to the wall? A wonderful question. Mm, thank you. Uh, so, let, I need to take you back first. I'd love to be taken back. The concert. Ah. Uh, Famely documented in mm. my autobiographical picture, Sound of Music. That's right. Famely. Famely. Famely <laughs> documented. It's, uh, I'm singing yep. for the Nazis. Weird. My family goes to escape mm-hmm. in the hills mm-hmm. with Maria. That's right. Yeah. I, and the picture doesn't show this, go back. You return. I return. There's a buffet. I'm hungry at this point. Uh, you couldn't resist the schnitzel buffet. We've been singing for hours. <laughs> These curtain dresses, they don't tell you, are so tight. Oh, my God. There's so, there's unrealistic beauty standards in the child uh, and we don't talk about it enough we don't <laughs> we're not talking no about, i don't we're not talking about how child singers are forced to wear weird curtain dresses too often unrealistic standards uh, for a child. i'm disgusting 13 14 at the time yeah well and you were 13 going on 14 going on 14 <laughs> and then that song was not no played. they altered it yeah uh, which was a real shame because mine yeah. really cut to the heart of what it is to I, be yeah, thirteen year old. Oh, more of a ripe age, I feel. Like. That's a disgusting thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't mean it in a disgusting way, but ripe is just a disgusting. Yeah, word. I think ripe is what I was going oh, okay, for. Okay, like, ripe with subject matter for a song, but yeah, I said but ripe. Said ripe yeah. Well, the song was me about me being a banana. <laughs> so. I bet the Nazis loved that. Oh my God! More than you would think. <laughs> okay. Great. They love 
fruit related humor <laughs> is sort sense. of the sweet spot. That makes sense. Ah, that's but good. Natural sugar. Natural sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no stevia in any diet if you're going to serve anything at an SS brunch, just so you know. <laughs> They Good. will let me, let me make a note of that. If I'm ever catering an SS brunch, no stevia. No okay. stevia. Well, you're, you've been on uh, uh, what's that app where you have people come do jobs for you? Oh, TaskRabbit. Task yeah, you've been on TaskRabbit, so you might be asked to cater an to SS cater brunch. To cater an SS brunch, boy, I hope not. I don't know how to make eggs, Benny. Well, uh, you know, I I did a you know I did a fondue setup for Al Qaeda the other day. Oh, how fun! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they were still. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're not doing their old stuff. You know, they're kind of, they're like they're kind of like the '72 Dolphins, where they kind of just hang out, and every time a new terrace cell gets disbanded, they pop some <sighs> champagne. Like we're still number one. Boy, that is tough. We're still the best. So, Louisa, <laughs> you you returned. Uh, your family escaped. You returned to Nazi Germany. <laughs> I'm thinking they're going to wait for me somewhere in the hills. Mm-mm. They do not. No. So I am at this brunch. I run back to the hills. I don't know what to be found. So what am I to do? Yeah. Hang in the hills? I don't think so. Absolutely not. So I return back to the brunch and I say, okay, egg on my face. Mm-hmm. My family is gone. Egg on your face? I, yeah, yes, that's brunch. Fun. That's fun. Uh, I need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you can stay, but you must earn your keep. Mm-hmm. And that is how 13-year-old Louisa became the tourism secretary wow. uh, for East Germany. Seems like wow. such a natural career path to slot a 13-year-old into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they said nobody else wanted to touch it. Of so course, yeah. as they said, uh, we need the eyes of a child. And so it was your job to entice people into visiting the kind of war-torn, sort of problematic, uh, difficult area of East Germany. It seems like a tough sell. Well, if anything in my time with my family taught me, uh, it is that there's a bright side to everything. Hey, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, life can be bad. Uh, you can be wearing curtains. Uh, your yeah. stepmother can be a baroness who wants really nothing to do with you or your siblings. Really sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's a bright side. Uh, you can sing. You might have a governess who can teach you how to play. God some willing. pipes. <laughs> Beautiful. So there's always a right side. There's <laughs> always look on the right side. Always look know? on the right side. Yeah, that's yeah. what Greg's tattoo says. Yeah. And I got this other one here that says, my future's so ripe, I gotta wear shades. <laughs> oh, wow. Dev, what's up, what's up man? No, I, I love that. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, uh, what, was you, what was your main selling point for East Germany? I, I heard you had, a, you had a slogan for East Germany that was pretty popular for a while. Uh, you, what was that? Yes. Uh, so, the so slogan was, uh, you like Disney World. Try East Germany. <laughs> so bold. Mm. Because it's saying, hey, here's a thing that is really good and cool and people all over the world like. Yes. Maybe it's like this shitty place. We just tried a lot of uh, associations. So we'd flash images of things people like. And oh, then cool. We'd quickly flash images <laughs> cool. of people trying to stack on top of each other to get over the wall. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So this is sort of a coattail strategy where it'd be like if, if I were at making a commercial 
for Arby's and it was just like McDonald's, Burger King, listing all the competitors mm. that people like. Yes. And then saying, try Arby's. A very famous commercial that we had was, uh, do you know Olive Garden? Of course. Uh, yeah. So we go... Uh, in, I'm more yeah. of a Booker to Bear Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> okay. uh, but for us, uh, we should have a family enjoying uh, uh, home-style Italian cooking. Okay, yeah. uh, they were having fun. They were chatting, maybe playing some sort of a word game around the table. Fun, I love it. Uh, uh, the waiter comes over, uh, breadsticks uh, as Great. deep as the eye can see. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> And suddenly it goes uh, Olive Garden when you hear your family come to East Germany. That's so interesting. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so I was interesting. Like, now is this going to tie in? And, then and I've seen that commercial and it, it almost looks like an unedited Olive Garden commercial with then the, street, the screen kind of goes static for a split second at the end and then that East German message comes up. It almost looks like it's just yeah, stitched it's onto an existing Olive Garden. static for a second and then it comes back in on a uh, like a tied up man with a gun to his head then goes right. back to Static, mm, then right. goes back to someone fascinating. So you have to remember the time at, okay, at I the will. end of the day because uh, you have to remember uh, there was no editing software that uh-huh. you had today. Kill me. Uh, Can I just say, kill me? <laughs> no, really? They might. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, then don't kill me. Okay. Uh, I'm 17. My hands are so small. Oh, wow. uh, I'm trying to literally stitch this footage uh, together. As Maria uh, taught you with the drapes. As Maria taught me with the drapes. Um, but I never quite got to that part in right. the lesson. She was much more focused on Liesel and Gretel and, uh, and Hansel and, Hansel <laughs> and, and the my father's account. That's right, yeah. yeah. He was cool. Uh, Count Dracula. <laughs> Count Dracula. Han Solo. Han Solo. Uh, yes. Wow. Well, that's so amazing that just a teenager was doing such a good job at selling such a horrible place. Do you think I was doing place. a good job? I think so. I oh, mean, don't listen say to that to no. people. No. Mean you were it. a disruptor, you I know? I could have practiced tennis anywhere. Well, hey. You know why I chose? Oh, Berlin? I'm going to cry. <laughs> because of your ads. Oh, stop. Which one got you? You know, I think it was the one that was the Mikey Likes It. <laughs> where, where it's Mikey hates everything and they take Mikey across the border <laughs> to East Germany and he's kind of looking around and he's going this place is so bad yeah <laughs> and his like, parents Mike. are like look Mikey likes it as they're being uh, separated by guards at the border yeah. oh yeah. stop it yeah. no <laughs> that was now really, it's making me cry uh, we're all crying a little bit Goldstock right Goldstock are you crying no okay Goldstock's <laughs> not crying give me my gun give me my gun no <laughs> no I understand you to work together a little bit in terms of working on some early ad campaigns just to sell the idea yeah. of the oh, wall as an attraction. Did we ever essence. get together? Late, late nights working in the, the concrete, uh, in, you know, headquarters of uh, government for East Berlin, uh, just kind of pouring over American commercials. Pouring over yes. American commercials. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Relax, okay? Uh, you still have some chemistry, Greg. Just let it happen. You know, and it was, it, I mean, it was the best time of my young life. I mean, for me, it was where does the ad begin and our bodies end? Nice. Wow. You know? Uh, you know, it was it was best to work on the floor, and that was in part because we didn't have chairs. We did not have chairs. We did not have chairs. Yeah. Or tables. Oh, yes. oh. It was just us and some video editing equipment 
On, on, in a dark room. And our hands in a dream. Ooh, ooh, our hands were in a dream. What? Our hands were in a dream. Your hands were in a dream, Greg. Get on board. At this time, our hands were often tied behind our pants. Exactly. So our hands were literally in our dreams. That's why I lost my third set against Becker. Because your hands were tied behind my back. But yes, and it's incredible to be in the same room with you again. Oh, don't wink at me. Oh, don't wink at me. Oh, you know what it does? Oh, I hate this. <laughs> now I remember seeing an early ad that you guys collaborated on. Yes, when these these were posters that were uh, slapped all over the Berlin Wall, mm-hmm. you know, kind of advertising it, and it said across uh, the border. Just don't do it. It was sort of a play on uh, the just do it campaign. It's a Nike campaign. Yeah, and I just thought this was really brilliant and stupid at the same time. And I just could walk me through the thought process behind that. Yeah, what the fuck was your thought process? (laughs) Okay, Eric, calm down. Come way down. Oh, my bullets are fucking Oh, you have a bag bag of bullets. Greg, what are you so upset about, all right? Sorry, I'm just... I, you brought up the ad that they came yes, up with, uh, and it was so dumb. I just wanted to know why they did it. Okay, uh, it was not dumb. It, it was, was dumb. revolutionary at the time for East Berlin. Uh, people had never seen anything like this at the time. Yes, uh, because mostly because they weren't allowed to. That's right. Yes. Uh, uh, so we do force perspective is yes. a big part of what we do. Mm-hmm. And we were forcing them. We were literally tying people up yes. and making them stare. Wow. That was That's what force perspective <laughs> That is what's... In East Berlin, that That's was a force, force perspective. perspective. Well, and you guys also put up... And I thought this was a little uh, strange. There were all sorts of designs like that along the wall that you uh, guys both had your hands in. Like, you guys put up giant magic eye posters along yes. the wall. Yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, these were all the things that we did in hopes of entrancing, you know, because once you get close enough to the wall, then, I mean, the, the, the sky is the limit, as they say. The sky is the mm-hmm. limit to the wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So uh, our thought process behind this campaign is get the most famous person mm-hmm. in East Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we rack our brains. We go... Who, who is, is the, the most famous, famous person in East Germany? Germany. Wow. They so said that start... into each other's mouths. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> On the floor, in the dark, <laughs> with our hands <laughs> tied by right. okay, So we're racking our brains, and we just start brainstorming. Exactly. So you guys can think, who, who is the most famous person in East Germany? Gun to my head? Yeah, uh, and there was. Uh, yeah, and Greg's pointing Greg, a gun to my head. Greg, uh, silly no Greg. Uh, I mean, there's a... Bullets all over the yeah. floor. Uh, <laughs> most famous person in East Germany. I gotta go, uh, you know, uh, I don't have one. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael yeah. B. Jordan. You know the, uh, the Black Panther actor Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, of course, but he would have been maybe no years old at exactly. the time. Exactly. <laughs> but been he was just famous born. just by the virtue of his name being Michael Jordan. Yes. 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 Wow, that's He was so no years old, six and a half months. Six okay. and a half months. Uh, but he was the one black baby in all of East, Ber- East Germany. He's from East Germany. He's huh? from East, East Germany. Germany. Wow. Uh, is that a military brat situation or I, he's German? 
He is German. Wow. Uh, I could tell. His father uh, immigrated from Tunisia after the war. Uh, and his mother is of uh, the famous, uh, do you know the IKEA family? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. well, she was not a part of that. Yeah, yes. oh. <laughs> uh, okay, good. I'll check that off the list. And so uh, there was this little black baby uh, born in East Germany. And what a cute baby. What a cute little black baby. This sounds baby. like a song that Bruce Springsteen would write and Clarence Clemens would go, ah, maybe not this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know better than I. I do, um, I do. Uh, but yeah, so we got this little black baby. Uh, to be, uh, you know, kind of the face. It's a poster boy, exactly. if you will. In the magic eye, if you look close enough, then you a see fun. a little black baby. So if I'm walking through Berlin in 1989, I go up to the Berlin Wall, I see a magic eye poster, I go, hey, that's interesting. I focus on it, uncross my eyes, and, and I see the face of baby Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, and he's wagging his finger back and forth going, don't leave. That's don't leave. Stay. Stay, please. Wow. There weren't enough people in that time sort of threatening you against leaving mm. say i know what you mean yeah, so yeah. our idea was how can you get threatened against leaving but make it feel like it's your idea yeah, i don't know but that's such an amazing thing for you guys to explore i mean it was all about uh you know it's like the architect for the wall you know it was a lot of what makes people say i can't go there i want to be here and for you know for the wall that meant barbed wire that mm. meant guards mm. you know aesthetically though when we were working with posters it was a lot of like we did a lot of posters yeah, i gotta tell you posters. i gotta tell you it's hard as shit to practice tennis with so many giant optical illusions yeah oh, a lot of posters uh, it's all about what people want to look at and uh mm. you know when it comes to looking colors Babies, babies, all of uh, you know these all these things. Actual cash that was just out of reach. Exactly, <laughs> we hang it just high enough on the wall that people thought they could oh, get it, God, and once they got close because enough, it's too high. What keeps people hope of seven dollars and fifty cents? Exactly, I have jumped in front of a moving car for seven dollars and fifty cents. Really, I've, I've seen a, a car about to run over Honestly, some loose change. I uh, came on, I came in here and I sized you up and I said yeah. we could have kept him in in oh East my Berlin. God. I'm, I'm nothing if not compliant. <laughs> and uh, well, you, I just, I also just have to compliment. You, Louisa, on your Got Wall campaign. Uh, this is such a fun riff oh, on the Got oh, Milk grazie. thing. Grazie. Grazie mille. German accent. It's just so <laughs> mellifluous. It's just uh, delicious. <laughs> well, here's what it is. We I had mean, to travel so exactly. much. Exactly. Exactly. So much. So much. I mean, I just lived in every part of Germany. You know, I was in Germany, Germany. I was in, uh, you know, the upper Germany. Germany. What's that one called? Germany City. Uh, yeah, yeah, Germany City. I lived yeah. in Germany City for a while. Uh, you know, I mean, no, so germ. Much, no germ. No uh, germ. You lived in the Black Forest. I lived in the Black Forest. Uh, oh, I love and their the Forbidden ham. Forest. And, and the Forbidden Forest. forest. Love I lived in Switzerland yeah. for a little bit. Oh. So you know, and the Forbidden City exactly. of Germany. Forbidden yeah. City. So my accent is a little bit of all of those places together, and just like a little like a pudding. That's so exciting. Like a pudding. Uh, to go back to that gut wall. Yes, I'm oh so God. happy that you brought it I up. I loved it. Uh, so as we were sitting in this room, I'm thinking to myself, 
what do I have? Mm-hmm. Literally, very little, nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but I think, what do I have in abundance? Look on the bright side. I don't have a family. I don't Take have. That. Money. Nope. Uh, I'm so just, you thought to yourself, what do I have? I'm a right and banana first dog was, I don't have a family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I thought to myself, hey, what do I have? I have an abundance of wool. That's right. Of, of what? A, of a wool. Wool. I, I truly remember the moment in which she came up with the campaign. And it was like, she said, like, I've got wool. And I said, say that again. And I uh, said, I've got wool. And I said, uh, uh, get rid of the, the first two words. And I think he's not understanding me at this point, so I just start screaming. Yeah, you guys are just screaming this into each other's mouths. Into in the each dark. other's mouths. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You've got this. Uh, wow. And from there, it was, uh, I don't know if this is a direct translation, but I said, that's it, baby. <laughs> this is history. Wow. And the wise. That's incredible. Wow. Well, this has been such an education. Uh, we're going to take a brief break. Okay. Uh, we're going to let you give you guys a chance to, if you want to, get up from the floor and yeah, untangle we're, from each other. If not, quick, stay we're gonna put. We're going to take a pretty long brief break for you guys to try out all the complimentary briefs, boxer <laughs> okay. briefs. Oh, wow. Briefs. Oh, is it free? <laughs> yes. Yeah, to help yourselves. Awesome. Uh, we can sell these. Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon. And we'll be right back with First Hand. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. If, if you like the show, give us a follow at First Hand Pod on Instagram. You can see uh, posts going back through the old episodes if you want to catch up and uh, letting you know when the new ones are coming out. Thanks. And hey. welcome back. We're back with Louisa Von Trapp and Goldstock Rush Starter. Goldstock Rush Starter. You know, it's every once and uh, this is every once in a while. You sound just ever so slightly Jamaican to me. Well, that's your ears, not mine. I know it is. He's German, Devin. I know. I'm all the Germans. I know. Talked about and this. honestly, he's a German. Me crazy. <laughs> I, um, wow. I don't wow. get it. Wow! Wow! I'm just saying you're German. Me crazy with all this public affection. It's okay, I'm going Greg, through something. What is the deal? Mm-hmm. Who did you break up with again, Sarah? <laughs> Greg, you haven't put down the gun in like. 10 minutes. That's okay, because I clean up all the bullets and I put them somewhere safe. Okay. Thank you. I don't like the sound of that. I just don't like the sound of that. Well, we're going to move on. the sound of this? Okay, Uh, okay. That's the sound of a a loaded gun being cocked. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) What are you telling us? No, he doesn't have to tell you. Turn a phrase. That's right. Well, so now we're going to do one of our regular segments. If I could do it all over again, I believe that's what we've called this before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we could do this all over again. Something that we wish, it, when we reflect back on our time with the Berlin Wall, we look back and we think, God, what is what is something I could have done a little differently? And, uh, you know, for me, I wish I'd never, in some ways, you know, it was helpful to bring the E Street Band and Bruce Springsteen up to speed. But in some ways, I wish I'd never explained the history of World War II to them. Just because of sitting in that room explaining Hitler to Bruce. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, here goes his innocence. Here goes Bruce's childlike wonder, you know. He can't just sit back and write songs about Ashbury Park anymore. He's He's got to write songs about 
the Holocaust now. Yeah, I think Bruce Springsteen is not someone who draws inspiration from the troubles of others. He just no, he doesn't give a shit. And he really didn't give a shit at the time. And so it was hard to kind of break yeah. him out of that bubble and be like, mm-hmm. Bruce, there's real stuff going on. Are in the you world. guys Springsteen fans? The, the, East Street the boss? Uh, yeah, he's... Okay. Uh, so it was very... Uh, <laughs> A few songs we were allowed nice. to listen to. Oh, interesting. Uh, what songs did you have? Yeah. Uh, well, we had the uh, Bruce Springsteen classic uh, oh, song. God. We all know his classic I mean, songs. we had uh, what we had Dancing in the Dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. uh, we had. Um, if I had uh, the chance, I'd ask the world to dance and I'd be dancing in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We had uh, uh, it's a song. Uh, because uh, we will all go down uh, together. That's right. Yeah, yeah. God, that's, that's, and that's what uh, those two, we played those over all, and, and over and over, over, and over again. That's one of the songs I remember from my childhood. That's yeah, like, sure. Um, I just want to just quickly say, um, I just wish no one else would sing on this podcast. Singing on oh, this podcast oh, is kind of okay. destroying, yeah. It's sort of, I like yeah, those pops thing. to be isolated to me. And oh, yeah. Okay. It just really fucking pisses me off. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so pissed. I'm just here, really pissed. Here I was thinking I was going to introduce you to my family's oh, manager after this. Oh, you reconnected uh, with wow. your family. Are you goddamn uh, yes, I, I mean, fucked this up. reconnected a few oh, years ago. Yeah, you really just blew that, man. No, it's all right. I would love to no, know that no, Vaughn tried to be Goddamn. I couldn't. Would that be uh, Han Solo Van Trapp of Atlantic Records? Uh, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> the, manage, the music Son management company, Atlantic Records. See, Han Solo Van Trapp. <laughs> Greg, uh, what's what's something that you would have done differently, Greg? I would have played some real tennis. Yeah. I would have practiced yeah. real tennis on a real tennis court before Wimbledon. My that match makes against sense. Backer. And I want to be clear, I did not make the finals. I did not face Boris Becker. I lost in the first round to Becker. The TV's doctor, Becker? Yeah, the Dr. Becker mm. from TV's Becker. Mm. Before he had a show, he was... He was... Just a doctor he, he in Germany. A, and a tennis player and, and, and a bad one. And he still he mopped the floor with me. He had, a, he had that incompetent secretary. That's right. He had a blind friend. He had his blind friend, and he honestly let the blind friend come in and play the third set against me, and he dragged, he roasted me. Man, a blind man beat me at tennis, and I never, I'd only ever played against the wall, you know. You were like Forrest Gump. You'd only ever played against that other side of the ping pong table. Damn it! I hate how much like Forrest Gump. Forrest like Forrest Gump, Greg. Did. We've witnessed all these things in history. You played against the wall. Yeah. And can I just say, it's going to be really exciting for all our listeners who are diehard Becker fans to hear some of those behind-the-scenes details. Uh, yeah. And when we do our Becker sub, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be Season big. two is going to be all about Becker. And if, if, oh. you're, if you're out there and you're pointing okay. out that in a previous episode I said the only difference between me and Forrest Gump is that I don't play ping pong well, <laughs> and then now I, that, that my involvement with the Berlin Wall was tennis-related and that doesn't track. I think it tracks. Yeah, I think it tracks, and fuck you. Great. We had a saying around the office, Good. tennis is not ping pong. <laughs> you guys seem like you had such fun time. Oh, oh it was the Well, even though if you did have fun, mm-hmm. you must have had your regrets. Sarah, gold stock. If I could go back and change what would you one cha- thing. What would you change? I mean, off the top, I would... Go off the top. Off the top, I would make the wall 
so much bigger. Really, uh, really was, interesting. I mean, my I, I think I think that one of the biggest problems with what I did with the wall is that I it's too small. And yeah. People could see it. Thought of it as just like people thought they could get to the other side, uh -huh. and that was my problem. Uh -huh. I needed to make it maybe about twenty to forty feet thicker and about a hundred to two hundred feet higher. Like just un, like just the idea that like. This, the, what is outside of the wall is never going to be yours. Yeah, you're, um, you're basically describing a mountain. Yeah, exactly. I should have made a exactly. I just I should have made a mountain. I should have made a real long mountain. I should have made the mountain range across the uh, Germany. The Berlin but, Mountain. It's got exactly. Nice to it. And you can't Man. tear down a mountain. Smoky Mountain is not going anywhere. That's right. Uh, 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 Rainier Mountain is not going anywhere. Wow. Even another mountain. K2 <laughs> is not going anywhere. It's true. Wow. I didn't think you could do uh, it. Wow. Mount Blanc ain't going nowhere. Oh my uh, God. So yeah. that's, I wish I built, built something more imposing that could never have gone away. And I also wish I had killed David Hasselhoff. Interesting. That's horrifying to hear. And God, I <laughs> wish we could hear more about it, but we do yeah, need yeah, to move course. on. But it's well, so crazy that you tried I to tried. kill David Hasselhoff. Yeah, we will have you back on if we do an episode for the failed assassination attempt of David Hasselhoff. I mean, yeah, uh, it's just not what we're talking about today. Of course, mm. one of history's greatest secret assassinations. Mm. It was you threw a, a just briefly. You threw a hamburger. At it. Yes, I, <laughs> my goal was to throw a hamburger in such a way that the bun went down the throat and he choked to death. But wow. I tripped and fell, and the hamburger went into the mouth of a man uh, who oh enjoyed it. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Wow! Yes. That's crazy. That man Go on. was Go on. Uh, Dr. Zerman. He was uh, coming up with the cure for diabetes. So diabetes Sh is still a thing. Holy shit. And Dathloff is alive. Wow. Uh, so I'm still a bad man, but not in the way Oh, don't know. Hey, don't yourself. No, because, I'm a bad man. Okay. No. All right. Hey, look me in the eyes. Oh, boy. Yes, Louis. You're not a bad man. This oh. is. You're my bad man. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. We need to get this podcast okay, over. Yeah, okay, let's go. Well, that's Louisa. What's something that you would have done differently? Oh, I mean, here's the thing. I look at my life mm -hmm. and the things that have come of it. One, you know, my family, I was forcibly torn apart, which forced me to head back uh, to the Nazis, right. which led me to East Germany. And I look at my life and I think, would I trade any of it? Yes, I think I'd trade Yeah, probably all of most it. of it. I, I should have left with yeah, I ended up busking uh, oh. uh, for uh, music, and then nobody wanted to hear that. No. So uh, I started trying to give Tori some advice. Um, I work for Con Ed now. Uh, do you really? I do. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's a solid job. Yeah, yeah it's that's not a good my thing. passion. Sure. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, I'm now reconnected <laughs> with my family when uh, Hansel hit me uh, with his Porsche. Uh, oh my God. So I'm embroiled in I saw that case. on TMZ. I mean, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> it's really not. So it's I, so sad how, as a result of the Holocaust and the fallout, so many people were forced into jobs that weren't their passion. Yes. I mean, that's the narrative I've really been yes. pushing. Greatest strategy of wow. the Holocaust. But what I will say is, through it all, I was reconnected wow. with my Godstack. Oh my God. Louisa. Would I trade that for anything? Oh. Not all the mountains in K2. Oh my God. Did you hear that, Godstack? I did. Sarah? This is incredible. Greg. Wait, Craig, you have to start. Craig, who are you calling? Calling Sarah. His girlfriend, Sarah. Oh. Ex-girlfriend. Oh. Let us talk. 
Let her, she's not talk. Let me speak to her. Look, Will you guys leave a message for Sarah? Tell yeah, her yes. of course. Okay, of course. Tell her I'm a good dude. Uh, ciao, Sarah. Sarah, come on, Sarah. Uh, my name is Goldstacherstadter. I built the Berlin Wall. I am Louisa von Trapp, formerly of the von Trapp family. Talk about me and how good a dude I am. We're getting I'm there. God. Formerly right. of the von Trapp family, formerly of the Bureau of Tourism in East Germany, currently in the Health and Sanitary this Department of Coned. Yes, uh, and we would like to say on behalf of a- Greg, put the gun down. Hey, get Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg. Two lovers are reuniting. Okay, they are in, they're intertwining for safety to shield themselves from your bullets. They're wrapped around exactly. each other like Please. so many octopuses. You cannot kill her. You cannot kill him. Please, Talk, Greg, say one nice thing about you. I'm still leaving a voicemail. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, Air Greg is a power is a bold man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Craig, no! You shot Goldstein. No! Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say bold man? I, bold. I thought you said bald man. Craig, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Louisa, I'm dying. Thank you, Greg. I do appreciate you that. Greet me. We should do plugs. We should do plugs. We should do plugs. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. And um, I don't have anything to plug really good. Keep listening to this podcast. I'd like to plug my heart to go fund me for my heart surgery. I finally got the money this week to buy an ad. Uh, to die in your arms when you sing to me. Uh, do, do you guys ask for no great What? Do you guys want to get out some last minute plugs as you shuffle off this mortal coil? Yeah, do you, uh, Louisa, do you have plugs? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh huh. They're bleeding I, everywhere. I sip this poison I had uh, in my first year to so end it quickly. I would like to say, oh come to Harold Night yeah, to see y- Yeti. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Yeti and, and Harold. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, and oh, wow. also every fourth, every fourth Wednesday at 10.30 at UCP Sunset. Are you the two happens? It's a fun That is a fun improv match making yeah, show. And also, follow my dear friend on Instagram <laughs> at V-I-C-M-M-I-C. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow, good. But I, she's slipping away. Quick, oh, quick, quick, quick! I'm sorry, Alice. Um, you can, uh, you should watch the show, like and subscribe on uh, thefunnierdie.com or on YouTube or also. Oh, he's spitting. On, uh, you could if you go to Amazon Prime and then you go through and you have to do a little bit of digging, but oh, you can find it. It's like pain. if you look up, like and subscribe on the Amazon Prime, you can watch. It's a very funny show. It's got the famous DJ uh, Dylan Francis in it. If you like DJ, wow, that's Dylan amazing. Francis. What's the name of the show? It's called Like and Subscribe. Goldstock, oh. you're bleeding to death. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm gonna like it and subscribe. But what's the name of the it's show? Called, like, oh boy, uh, it's called Like and Subscribe, Air Greg. Okay. Ooh, you know, Air Greg. Greg, I'm really mad that you did this to our guests. You both no. shot me, and now you're making me play you these games. I can see it even in the moment how it seems like I shot our guests. <laughs> I, well, well, I guess there's one thing left to say, and that's all, folks. <laughs> Thank you all, folks. Thanks for listening. Idiot, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.